there's been plenty of focus on NRL players and coaches over the past month or so. But of course, our match officials play a very important role in the game we love. I'm lucky enough to be joined by Grant Atkins. Uh, Grant, thanks for your time. How have you been travelling through these crazy corona uh, virus related times? Oh, yeah, you're right. It is, uh, it is fairly crazy, but personally, I've been travelling okay. Um, it's something that sort of no one really expected or probably has been through before. Um, but in saying that, I think most people have adapted quite well. There's been so much talk about when the competition is, is going to be back and we've heard from coaches and CEOs and players. Do you feel like all of the match officials are the forgotten men and women out there? Oh, no, look, we've been kept up to date um, with any sort of progress that's been made. Uh, the people at the NRL have done a great job in terms of communicating fairly frequently around uh, what their plans and goals are. Uh, and we know that Obviously, our part in the game is, is a really important part and we won't be left behind when it all sort of kicks off. And we're all professional enough to know that we'll be ready. You guys have had an even longer break from seeing each other because ahead of round two, you weren't allowed to train with each other. So how have you found it uh, being away from the group? Oh, it's a little bit different um, than what we've had previously, but it was a bit of a welcome change. Um, we got to train by ourselves as you said, leading into round two. Um, the challenge with us as a group is that because we go across eight different venues each week, uh, obviously the risk of infection, if one of the referees sort of contracted it to then spread it to other referees and then spread it throughout the competition was, was far greater. Um, so we spent more time training just with our own officiating group uh, and the same officiating groups officiated from round one into round two, uh, and then we'll see what happens going forward. How do you think everyone will be when you return to training and see everyone for the first time? Oh, I think the guys are pretty excited to catch up with one another. Uh, obviously, everyone's isolated from their friends, uh, but we spend so much time together as a squad, particularly in the pre-season and, and the early part of any season. Um, I think some of the guys are getting used or getting excited about sharing a bit of banter and spending a bit of time with one another and knowing that, look, it probably made us realise that it is just a game uh, in the end. We see players, they've got their own home gym. Uh, they've all been sent a, a program to, you know, head down the local park and do certain running and ball skills if they can. So what's it like from a referee's perspective uh, when it comes to training in isolation? Yeah, we had a similar thing um, just after the competition got sort of postponed. We were given the opportunity to go and get some stuff out of the gym. Um, I don't know how many people out there sort of know what an assault bike is, um, but you would have seen a few of the players sort of get onto those, and we've got a few of those in the gym, uh, and a lot of the guys took some of those. Though the people that did take that, we started our own WhatsApp group and sort of set up a few challenges around um, what we've been doing and, and how we shared that information. Um, some of the sessions were quite cringeworthy when you looked at them, uh, but because we sort of kept each other accountable, I think a lot of people sort of had a go at them and, and took on the, the challenges that were presented. Um, in terms of weights, a lot of guys have got the opportunity to set up their own garage and probably no different to the players where we know that once the competition starts, we're going to be ready to, to kick off again, so to speak. Okay, so not only have you been keeping yourself uh, fit and healthy, though, you've been busy on a completely 
uh, different front over the past month or so. Tell us about that. Yeah, look, I was lucky enough to take up an opportunity. Um, my younger brother owns a building company, um, Central West Building and Renovations, which is out at, he's based in Orange, uh, but does a lot of building work, probably from Lithgow way up to Narromine and up to Ningen and places like that. Uh, now, he, he gave me the opportunity to work alongside him, which is a really, really good chance to re-engage with the family that, that live a long way away. Um, but also to be involved in, in a workforce that is completely different to mine. Uh, and know that if you stuff up at work on the building site and you, you put the wrong bit of timber in the wrong wall, it's only a matter of sort of taking it off and you're not going to be discussed on any of uh, this sort of the topic or gossip shows that um, sort of can go along and you know that you're not going to be in the Telegraph or the Herald for a, a mistake uh, so the, the scrutiny is a little bit different but I thought that out of that I've found a really good opportunity to to engage with other people uh, outside of rugby league and and to touch base with them again and it's a bit more of a real world perspective on things so it's fair to say you haven't missed the sledges from the fans over the past five weeks but has anyone been getting into you on the building site or have you thought to yourself this is my chance to return serve to some of these tradies who have been giving it to me for all these years well, no, I don't think at the start, my stepbrother sort of took his opportunity to, to use me to pick up bags of cement. And we did a big retaining wall that had concrete sleepers, um, which I think were probably about 40 kilos each. So I think he used a fair bit of that manual labour, uh, or used me for that manual labour rather than himself. Um, but look, it was funny. I've got another relative who's a builder who suggested that once I start, it's my opportunity to give it back to the builders. Um, he recommended on the first couple of days that, I sort of stood on the other side of the fence and started abusing the builders. And um, when they used the wrong screws, maybe suggest that they were blind and where did they get their building certificate from um, as a chance to, to get some of my own back and that they're free game for once. It's uh, all good fun. But you went into reg uh, a region, I guess, that had been ravaged by bushfires. It wasn't just, you know, up, you know, putting a renovation on a house that was there standing beautiful already. Um, you've actually given back to communities that needed it most. Yeah, a lot of the work um, that Mitchell had uh, was stuff around the bushfire ravaged regions. So we did a fair bit of work at Clarence, which is, for those of you that don't know, it's sort of, if you get to Mount Victoria, up the Blue Mountains at the top, you sort of turn, turn north and head down there. It's, it's kind of on the Bells Line of Road, near the old zigzag railway. Now, I, hadn't, I grew up in the Blue Mountains and obviously experienced fires, but going through those regions sort of, in the last five weeks, you don't realise the devastation that had occurred. Um, a lot of the building, that, rebuilding that we'd done were carports and sheds that had just been torn down. Um, even up until yesterday, we were fixing a downpipe on a house that had melted um, from a fire, which sort of gives an indication as to how close the fires actually got to people's doors. Um, earlier in the week in Lithgow, we worked on a house where still the front, the entire front porch, which was timber, had been burnt away. Uh, and we were fixing a window that had that had burnt and been smashed out. Um, and look, it was, like you said, it's not just doing simple renovations of people that just want some extra work done around their house. A lot of it was restoration and trying to repair a lot of those um, buildings that, where people aren't even in still. Uh, a lot of those people are still out of their house and locked out of their street um, because of the unsafe nature of the building. So. 
it's quite amazing the fire what the firefighters did to save a lot of those properties, particularly around Clarence, where there's just complete bare uh, forest. You can just see the rock face and see a house in the middle of it that's still standing, and it's quite it's quite incredible that that's still there. I was lucky enough uh, ahead of the trial match between the Eels and Panthers in Bega earlier this year. I was lucky enough to go out and meet farmers and go out to farms in Cabago and it's not until you're there that you see the true devastation mm. um, and that was still, that was a couple of months ago so what was that experience like for you to to go out there and see firsthand like geez you know that you see the pictures on the news but it's not until you're there you realize exactly what these guys or try to imagine what they've been through oh it would have been terrifying um, and I know that this time with with coronavirus is and look I'm not doubting that this is scary for some people um, and it, it's a bit uncomfortable, but to think that only a few months ago people were seriously running for their lives and, and losing all of their possessions um, within a matter of hours. It's, and you're right, it isn't until you're there and you can still smell the ash um, and the smoke. Well, there's not so much smoke there anymore, but there's stained, ash-stained places everywhere. And it's not... And I live in, a, in an urban setting, um, we obviously experienced the smoke during the time. And once again, that was uncomfortable for people in Sydney. Uh, but you'd hate to think how uncomfortable it was for the people that had fire sort of lapping at their doorstep. I bet you are grateful to have had that opportunity to see it firsthand and, and uh, yeah, help rebuild those ravaged areas. Oh, absolutely. Um, you sort of meet, you come across people during my time building that, that all love their rugby league. Um, and they're excited about coming back as much as, as much as I am and I'm lucky enough to be involved in it and what it does do is makes you realise that look being able to go out on Suncorp Stadium or um, Bankwest or any of those places where you kind of take them for granted after 10 years uh, but they're really special times and, and special moments and you're lucky to to sort of do what you do. Not only have you been wearing the well, you know, a hard hat as a as a builder in this time, you've also been wearing the uh, school teacher hat as well. You're a teacher in your former life. How's that been teaching your kids at home and taking them through their studies? It's been a really nice opportunity. Uh, I've got two two girls that are in primary school, uh, and what you tend to do is you just get swept up in the life of sending them off in the morning and getting in the afternoon asking how their day was. Um, when I was teaching myself, you sort of put a lot of time and energy into teaching other kids. Uh, and when you get home, it's, well, I'm, you hope that their teachers have done a really good job with them. Um, but it's been a really good opportunity to sit down with them now and even this morning to go through some of their work with them and, and to see the progress that they've made. Um, and it, it's a one-on-one -on -one scenario because um, you tend to break up the day between each each of the girls. and it's a really good chance to, to engage with them and to, to see what they're actually learning and, and how they're progressing. Well, uh, I appreciate you giving up your recess time uh, to have a chat, <laughs> but I'd better let you go because uh, the girls will uh, be wondering where their teacher is. Uh, Grant, um, as I said, we can't wait to see the footy back. Uh, that includes all the players, coaches and yourself, the referees uh, back in action. Thanks for your time. And um, once again, thanks for all the, the work you've done in those fire uh, ravaged areas. Oh, it's no problem at all. It's, Thanks for having me on. And I know that all the players and, and officials are, are really looking forward to getting back to what they really love. So it should be a good opportunity to, to start it all again and 
uh, make it a great season for what's left. <laughs>